This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zifford, only on 101.9 High FM. Dutch post-impressionist painter Vincent van Gogh is arguably, arguably one of the most famous and influential figures in Western art history. During his lifetime, Van Gogh was commercially unsuccessful and considered a madman and a failure. Only after his death did he receive cult-like status. Now, the musical show Vincent is on at the Santon Theatre on the Square and has opened to rave reviews. I'm delighted to have in studio actor and singer Daniel Anderson, who plays the part of Vincent with me. Daniel, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Hello, it's so fantastic to be here. Thanks for having me. Daniel, um, was it fun playing Vincent? Well, it's it's always it's a journey every night. Um, I play Vincent and I narrate the show uh, and also some other characters along the way. So it's more you know how that cabaret format works, where you're slipping in and out of character all the time. But Vincent is a particularly interesting character because um, there's so many layers, and I think that every night. Um, and every time I do this show, uh, I discover a new layer, and I think that's the beauty of Vincent in himself, is that I think I'll never stop discovering those layers, and that's that's so exciting for me. Why do you think he has this cult-like status? I think because people now can relate to him more than, than, than ever before, you know, um, in his time, and I often say this after the show, I think if I had to do that show... If I, if I was doing that show during Vincent's time, it would have been a comedy show. It would have been an absolute laugh a minute. Um, but now because we understand the plight of mental health and, and how mental health is so important for us to consider as we navigate our everyday lives, I think each of us can stop and, and, and find a little bit of Vincent in our, in ourselves. Um, and so I think that that is, that is really the beauty of it at the end of the day. I mean, the byline is he wanted to love and be loved. And that's kind of what you bring throughout the, the show. It's, yes. you know, it's his story. And it wasn't a very long life, but based no. on his interactions, he never really found love. He, he never, he never did in his time. Um, I mean, there's that uh, line from, from the, the iconic Don McLean piece that says, for they could not love you. Um, and, and then, you know, repeated the whole time, and perhaps they, they never will, you know. They didn't understand you. They didn't love you. Um, and, and his love was true. And I think that that is, again, a very relatable thing for us as human beings. We all want to be loved and we all want to love. And so I think that for us to watch this iconic figure who, who, I mean, we came to realize that he was really a genius, um, in terms of what he did in, in, in his artistic practice. Uh, but I think that, the plight to love and be loved is one that we face every single day on some level or another. And I think that that is why Vincent is such is such a prolific character to each of us when we experience his story. You know, it was very powerful, a very powerful performance. And um, I've got the list of music next to me. Fantastic. The music, the music, the music was <laughs> unbelievable. Um, and, and it's varied. It's from Jacques Brel to Sundime to Nacking Cole yes. to Freddie Mercury. For you as an actor and singer, was it difficult to do the different kind of genres? You didn't choose the music you sang. 
So, so it's a collaborative process, um, as this is a created work by Wela Capella, by, by Amanda Bortma, um, you know, Jermaine Chemit and Jacques Duplessis, who are, as a creative team, formidable, absolutely formidable. So, but the nice thing is that I'm in on that consultation and creative process as well. Um, so we, we, we played a lot with the music. We, we tried this song, we tried that song, then we threw that song out and we put this song in. And then I would listen to something and I would send it to Amanda and say, oh, I really think this will work for that portion of the story and then she would send something or Jermaine would or Jacques and so it was it was it's very back and forth and it's actually it's perhaps my favorite part of the entire process is is how collaborative it is and and I can really thank you know my 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 team Jermaine Jacques Amanda for facilitating that and and for allowing um as a performer for allowing me to have have a voice in that process I think that that is really cool so it the variation and, and, and the variety of, of, of songs is, is really, it speaks to, I think, what, what we like to do with, with theater. We like to play with theater. You know, it's, it's a serious business. This is a, a serious show, I suppose, but it's, it's a, it's playing. I mean, even, you know, when you go to watch theater, you often watch a play and, and that's really what it is. It's playing. And so, I find it a great privilege to go out every night and, and to play with different genres and to, I mean, you put it on a stage and people believe in the context of the story that this works for Vincent and for his story. Um, and I often think I wonder what Vincent would have thought if he was still around. Uh, you know, so that is a great, great privilege for me to, to perform such a variety of music. I don't normally ask my guests their age, but I am going to ask you. <laughs> I am 23, just recently 23, and uh, I am, yeah, loving life at such a young age. Once again, such a, a real honor and a privilege to do what I do at my age and at the level that I'm able to do it. And that is with all, you know, glory and thanks to to so many people and God, of course. Um, I'm I'm really blessed. Daniel, tell me a little bit about your career in acting. So I began, uh, well, I've always been primarily a singer, um, you know, since, you know, there's that line in an ABBA song that uh, Ma- Mama said I could sing before I could talk. Um, so perhaps that is that is true. And then when I was about 10 years old, uh, I was by that time already doing various I stayed for Dow in, in East London and they were doing the Guild Theatre in East London was staging a production of uh, Peter Pan a musical production of Peter Pan and the lady that was playing Wendy um, in, in the show suggested to Amanda who was directing the show oh she's seen this little boy that's been doing I Steadfords and he's been very over animated when he sings he's perhaps hardly a singer but more of, a, more of just some kind of monkey that jumps up and down um, but uh, so Amanda called me uh, and called my parents and said you know would would you would you like to come in for an audition and I did and I played the part of John Darling in that in that production and I've been working with Amanda ever since um, we've done at least two productions a year uh, wow. and now so tell me about those productions so we did we did uh, in 2013 um, we did uh, Beauty and the Beast Disney's okay. Beauty and the Beast and Jermaine who is is 
playing the piano and the musical director of Vincent was actually the musical director of that piece as well. Um, so Beauty and the Beast, then we did Winnie the Pooh together. We went on to do various, uh, then when I was by 15, I was old enough to start working in cabaret. And Amanda's been doing cabaret every year in East London. She's really just so good at, at, at that format. And so I worked, you know, from every year we did a Valentine's cabaret. And then um, in 2018, she came to me and she said, I'm doing a pantomime this year. I'm doing Aladdin, and I'd really like for you to play Aladdin. And so uh, we did Aladdin, and at the end of Aladdin, um, that is actually where we you know, all of us got together and conceptualized Wela Capella, which is our, our production um, house. And so it's, yeah, it is from there. We've done Cinderella, Rogers and Hammerstein. And then last year we did uh, Once on this Island, which was at the Baxter in Cape Town. You, you talk about singing and almost um, today an actor cannot actually be on stage. I think if they, he or she cannot sing as well. Is that true? It's, for the for a lot of the part it is i think there's a there's a great space for for the the actors that that are not perhaps singers um and you know but there's something that is innately musical about any work of theater uh so i think perhaps even if you can't sing having an understanding of 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 some sense of musicality really does facilitate your work as an actor you know i find that there is there is this constant rhythm that is you know motifically repeated in in our work and there is always um dynamic range you know uh, which all which are, those are all musical terms and so um you know I was most interested to see a lot of these straight play works that are working at the moment on the scene are incorporating music. I mean, we need look no further than Firefly, which is on at Monte Cassino at the moment, um, you know, masterfully incorporating the piano and even Sylvain and Andrew Buckland, are, they're, they're singing on stage at some points. And that is a, a straight play for all intents and purposes. So I think it's a, a worthwhile thing to explore music in the context of any theatre. I mean, when you talk about cabaret, and you, you, do you see Vincent as a kind of cabaret? I think cabaret in its true form, which is a very misunderstood concept in the contemporary time. You know, I'm just so fortunate that, that Amanda has pulled me through those ropes, and she's got a very good idea of, of the essence of cabaret. Um, because Vincent is really a cabaret. Uh, we, we started with our tagline being Vincent the Cabaret. And then we just, through a process of discovery, found that people were quite shocked to come and watch a cabaret, firstly to book a ticket to watch a cabaret about Vincent van Gogh, and then they come to watch the show and they come there sort of, you know, just being down at the bar and they've had maybe a couple of glasses of wine and they walk in all rowdy and then the show starts and... There's this sort of shell shock that goes, ooh, I'm, this is not what I was expecting at all. Um, so then we moved away uh, from it, uh, from calling the show a cabaret, but it is a cabaret. We now call it Vincent, his quest to love and be loved. And some people read it as a play, some people read it as musical theatre, and some people do read it as, as cabaret. Um, we had a fantastic uh, review that I read this morning, so well written, and I'm always so grateful to have really good, uh, well-written uh, crits. Um, 
and and this this man mentioned that you know he found the true form of cabaret shining in in the work so that was made me feel very good can, can you d- define cabaret for me so cabaret is is a story that is well for me i think it means different different things to different people and i i hope that mine is you know sort of true to that essence but perhaps it's it's a variety work uh with forms of stories that are collected and workshopped through a process of trying this, trying that, finding this, finding that, perhaps taking existing material and creating something that is, yeah, it's a variety act. It, it hails from that whole vaudevillian uh, origin, which was, you know, a series of variety acts placed on the same stage and then eventually somebody said hey it might be a good idea if we link these together somehow and then they thought oh that's great and then someone said but maybe we could take it a step further perhaps we we can link them but perhaps we can start writing things to link them and then they did and then they started writing original music and that's of course then the tangent that went off to develop mute the musical the modern musical as we know today so cabaret finds itself somewhere in that process somewhere in that road between you know separate unrelated variety acts to a full-scale musical that is written music dialogue dance for a specific story thank you for clarifying that this is <laughs> personal interest um i asked your age mainly because you are playing a character so much older than you. You know, you talk about John in Peter Pan. You know, yes. you, can, you can get that. <laughs> but to, to at the twenty-three to be playing a character of such Im- intense emotional conflict, what was that like? It's it's a process that that is continually ongoing, and and I love to. I'm really am fortunate to research as much as I do and 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 to have people that that guide me along that process um which which I, I really really do adore that process and and so i read a lot about van gogh you know i think that people do they often underestimate young people you know they think you know if you haven't experienced life and in the theater we find that very often that people there's all these steps these qualifiers that oh well, you can't play a lead role until you've done that and you can't do that until you've done that and you can't do that if you're not that age and and i really have to pay homage here to to amanda uh, who's the director and and sort of my my second mother she, we always say she, you know, sort of dances where angels fear to tread. <laughs> and so she just goes, well, you just do it. You just do it. And, and she's there, such a great guidance uh, along that process. And she'll just say, just slow down there. You're older. Slow down. It's simple. You just slow down. And so then you do. You just slow down. You speak slightly slower. You move slightly slower. And then you look older. Um, you know, and, um, yeah, so it's, that's the age thing. And then in terms of emotion, I, I really have read a lot and, and I enjoy to tap into the works of uh, Stanislavski and, and the greats like that, you know, who have great processes for finding characters. Uh, and and so, you know, if you I find maybe the summarized answers, if you read enough, you will find yourself a, a well-equipped actor, um, and then you can go with a great director who will just help you. I, I take it it requires imagination, creativity, which is what it is to be an actor, actually. Absolutely. Daniel, you, you spoke about a review. Um, 
it's the, I haven't been to a show for a very long time where it was a spontaneous uh, stand-up ovation. I, I, I was amazed that people weren't standing up during the performance <laughs> because there was such a strong connection between you and the audience. And I thought I'd just read just some of the things that people were, say, were saying. Um, Dale Littlefield, and this is just on Facebook. I haven't even gone into, like, official ones. Vincent is a superb piece of multimedia musical theater telling. Daniel gives an immaculate, nuanced performance. Germaine delivers a faultless, rousing rendition of popular numbers reimagined to accompany Van Gogh's journey. And another one, an illuminating and unique piece of theater. What's it like for you as an actor to get such an overwhelming response on the opening night? Well, I think the word is is, is definitely overwhelming. Uh, Germaine and I were talking about this um Yesterday, after receiving some of the reviews, and, and I'm always, just as a as a side note, I'm always so glad to I'm glad to see that most of these reviews, if not all of them, have paid uh, great respect to Jermaine himself mm. because uh, it really, really is a fifty fifty partnership. Um, I I so trust him, and I often say, you know, working with Jermaine is like boarding a cloud. Every time you go onto stage, you just feel carried and 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 so supported. But I must be honest that I I feel very I feel very emotional um, when I read those things because as actors we are we're often we're very hard on ourselves and and rightly so I think you know a work is never complete it's never finished it's always in a process of becoming but it is good along that journey to to be able to stop and and go wow, I, I can be satisfied with something that I've done. Uh, so for me, it's, it's, it's quite cathartic uh, because I almost don't believe it every time I read it, um, yeah, and even if I'm able to read it so often. So, And the, the one thing about Van Gogh is his story is so international that this potentially, you can do this in Europe, Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, people have, people have said to me, we've had many people that are, you know, of European descent or, or, or are Europeans living in South Africa and they've just come to us and said, you know, this would do so well in Europe. Mm. So, so yeah, that's on, on the cards. We're, we're going international this year with, with a show and, and we really do hope, um, to make an impression as, as and, we carry on. Uh, an impression from impressionist. Yes, exactly. <laughs> on that note, thank you very much for joining me. I just want to say that the show is on until the 10th of June. You can and should buy tickets. Um, you can do so either at CompuTicket or you can phone the Theatre in the Square, 0811-883-8606 or 0833-777-4969. As somebody said on Facebook, this is not a show you want to miss. Thank you very much. That was Daniel Anderson from the show Vincent.